You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You know what, White Boy Malcolm X? I think, I think I may have to, well, I'll say correct. No, amend. That's the better word. I may have to amend my previous comments on Ollie London. Yes, Ollie London. And I think I may have to do that. And for you folks out there, and I already know what you're thinking, who the hell is Ollie London? Ollie London, well, let's go back a bit first. We had a story on Ollie London here. Had to have been like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And back then, Ollie London was in the news because Ollie... He had a bit of a a fixation on some K-pop boy band member. And the group was called BTS. I think that's the name of it. I don't know. I don't listen to K-pop music. And the singer in the band, who was Ollie's fixation, that was, hold on a second, folks. That was Park Jimin. I knew it was in there somewhere. But Ali, he was in the news because he had undergone at least a dozen, probably more, but at least a dozen plastic surgeries. Also, he could look just like Park Jimin. And at the time, and in the news story, Ali London declared himself Korean. He identified as Korean. Because of all these plastic surgeries he had, just to look like Park Jimin, a BTS. And for you regular listeners out there, I'm sure you already know how much fun we had with that one. We had ourselves a a grand gay old time laughing about this weirdo white kid getting all these plastic surgeries to look like a K-pop boy band singer and who now identified as Korean. But Ali, since we last reported on him, he apparently thought he was a she, declared himself transgender, declared himself a woman, and no folks, I have no idea if he identified as a Korean woman. But then Ali, he decided that was not the sandbox he wanted to play in. So he detransitioned. 
No idea how far down the road he got. But however far it was, he was like, uh, no, not doing that. So he hustled right on back. And now, Ollie London is like, he's all over Twitter. Fighting the good fight against our new gender identity overlords. Speaking out about these quack doctors. Speaking out about gender-affirming care for kids. These butchers mutilating kids. And I follow him on Twitter. But every time I see him, I think back to us having a, a laugh at his expense. And then my Catholic guilt kicks in. Thanks, Mama Frost. So now, kind of, sort of, I feel just a little bad for picking on him over that whole BTS Park Jimin thing. Sounds like he took the long way, the scenic route, but he finally figured himself out. So good for him. And Ollie, if you're out there listening to this podcast, glad you're finally doing okay and keep up the good work. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one is from LGBTQ Nation. Those girls over at LGBTQ Nation. Anti-trans trolls are losing it over this Drew Barrymore interview with Dylan Mulvaney. The moment was actually incredibly moving, and it's something the host does all the time. Oh, how stunning and brave. And I just saw something on this kid. It was on TikTok or it was a TikTok video posted on the Twitter. Yeah, the last place you will ever find me is on that cesspool of an app, TikTok. But there was Dylan with this creepy-ass video, and he was singing Normalize the Bulge. In other words, Dylan, the transgender woman, She still has her man meat. Not that she's the only one. Yes, white boy Malcolm X. Princess, what do you want now? Shut the blank up. Did you really? Folks, white boy Malcolm X here. He is, he is really stepping up these days. Has really contributed to the podcast like never before, which I suspect he wants me to say that he can have his Ronald McDonald blow-up doll, that creepy sex doll can stay over when he does, which I will never do. But white boy Malcolm X, he got the audio of this human train wreck singing about her man meat. And in 2023, Thanks to our new gender identity overlords, the words her man meet, everyone knows exactly what that means. So go ahead, white boy Malcolm X. Play this human disaster, this fake pretend woman serenading his man meat. 
normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges and that's okay. We're not gonna stare at their crotches while they're wearing their little shopping shorts. Okay, shut mall. that stupid queen up. Shut him up right now. Makes me want to throw up. And I bet some of you, you thought I was making that up. No way in hell would a minstrel step and fetch queen pretending to be a woman sing about normalizing the bulge. But there you have it. You just can't make up this level of crazy. But anyway, with this story, real quick, Dylan here, who those hysterical mean girls over at LGBTQ Nation, they refer to as a trans influencer, which means you know he's a complete blithering idiot. Show me one, just one influencer who isn't. But Dylan, he goes on to the Drew Barrymore show And I don't know about you folks, but what the hell? Drew Barrymore has her own talk show. The little E.T. girl is now out there pretending to be white Oprah. Okay. But those two are yapping on. Yap, 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 yap. Yapping on about who knows, who really cares, other than some loser star effer who watches the Drew Barrymore show. That's got to be riveting. And during that yap fest, Drew gets on the floor and bent the knee to this fake woman and her man meat. Literally bent the knee to this D-list trans influencer. But I guess she does that all the time at least according to those hysterical ninnies at LGBTQ Nation, people were mocking her for doing it, getting on her knees to some little gaby, this hysterical Twinkie who runs around singing about bulges, pretending to be a woman. And so, in her defense, LGBTQ Nation Right there in their headline, it's something the host does all the time. So according to LGBTQ Nation, those girls over at LGBTQ Nation, Drew Barrymore gets down on her knees all the time. So I think they're giving her a little bit of a a backhanded compliment there. They're, kind of, sort of, calling her a bit of a whore. Drew Barrymore is always on her knees, like half the queens in L.A., and you queens know who you are. Okay then, girls, you girls over at LGBTQ Nation, duly noted. From Fox News, Justin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Michigan, tells the view it's an extremely dangerous time with GOP book bans, transgender laws. He said there's been a coordinated effort to attack the LGBTQ plus community 
specifically with the book bands. You know, White Boy Malcolm X, I'm almost, almost afraid to even report on this story. I am. Yes, I am. And the only reason I am is because you know that Chastin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Michigan, he's going to want to come on to the podcast, try to refute anything I say about him. Yeah, good luck with that, princess. I guess we'll just have to run that risk. Having pocket queen Pete, him and Chastin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Michigan, showing back up at some point, wanting their say on things. But that silly queen, he goes on to The View, that parade of morons, that mean girl hen fest, trying his best to gaslight about Republicans banning books, that tired old trope again, and attacks on trans kids. The only books Republicans are trying to ban are some of these extremely graphic, near-pornographic books that have found their way into school libraries, and they're not even trying to ban the books. They just don't want them in the schools. And there are, I don't know how many videos are out there now, parents and kids going to school district meetings, reading from some of these books that kids have access to, reading them out loud at these meetings. If they're even allowed to, given how X-rated some of them are. But that's banning a book to a hysterical liberal, not wanting that garbage around kids. And some of the same clowns They're trying to toss J.K. Rowling from public life. Literally, burning Harry Potter books. And they're trying to gaslight us on this one. Oh, Republicans want to ban books. No, Republicans just want to keep these creepy books out of schools. Oh, you're a fascist if you hate these books. Okay, girls, if you say so. And this attack on trans kids nonsense, that's literally insane. Completely crazy. Pumping children full of these drugs. Mutilating children all in the name of gender-affirming care. And if you say anything about it, oh, you're attacking trans kids. The only people attacking trans kids are these butchers performing these surgeries. But to this queen, Chastin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Michigan, and all the other clowns out there who have bent the knee to our new gender identity overlords, that's attacking kids, attacking trans kids, wanting to restrict this social contagion to adults. So nice try, princess. I hope you enjoyed those dim-witted hens on The View. Them giving you their version of a media hand job. Probably not as good as the ones you get from those mean girls in the vapid gay media. Like from Queerty 
or pink news. But I suspect it's still a hell of a lot better than what you get at home with that robot husband of yours. Justin, you know it hurts my wrist when I do that. Ugh, whatever, Peter. I guess I'll have to go back on the view. And Princess, you have yourself a a grand gay old time with that. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Speaking of Pink News, though, those girls from Pink News... Lucas Gage addresses publicly identifying his sexuality. Let me do it when I'm ready. This kid came out of nowhere. At least to me, this kid came out of nowhere. Now I remember him. He was in, what was that? White Lotus. That's the fancy rich white people at the resort show. That's an HBO show. Of course it is. He was on season one of that show, which to me, the better of the two seasons. And we also just saw him. We just watched him on that show, You. That's on Netflix. That's the creepy stalker show, which is actually pretty good. But other than that, those two shows, I have no idea who this kid even is. But I will say, he's a decent actor, did a good job on those two shows, and he's not a bad-looking young man. White Boy Malcolm X, I know he's not ginger, but what do you think of Lucas Gage? Hot or not? So-so. Just so-so from White Boy Malcolm X. Okay, princess, we'll get you a ginger soon enough. Calm down over there. But with this story, I guess Lucas here, he's playing just a bit coy with things. I guess he's been hanging around some guy, Chris Appleton, who I've never heard of before. I actually had to look him up. He's some hair queen. I don't know what kind of hair queen, but I guess he's some sort of famous hair queen. Don't know why, don't really care. But Lucas, he's been hanging out with his hair queen. And I guess the star effort crowd out there, they're all in a tizzy about these two. Maybe, possibly, banging uglies. 
I don't know who has time to worry about something like that, but that's why I call them star effers. No life of their own, just living vicariously through complete strangers who happen to be famous or kind of famous in this case. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, what snarky thing do you have to say now? Gay famous. How could I forget gay famous? That's exactly what they are. At least the hair queen is. Gay famous. So another wonderful contribution from you, sir. But no. Your creepy Ronald McDonald blow-up doll. Still not welcome at Casa Frost. And this is where I think Lucas is going to get himself in just a little trouble, especially with the Hollywood Queens. He was talking to the New York Times. I guess the topic of his playing coy came up, and he told the woke New York Times, let me clarify my sexuality when I'm ready. So he played coy with them too. But then, and this is where I think he's going to get in some trouble, Lucas said, And it's acting. I feel like everyone should get the opportunity to play whatever they want. So not to repeat myself too much from our last podcast. But poor Billy. I hate the gay for pay business model Eichner. First is movie bombs. Royally. Then the Academy hands out a truckload of Oscars for that gay for pay movie. That multiverse gay for pay movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. And now this, Lucas Gage being coy about what team he plays on, seeming to embrace the gay for pay business model. I bet poor Billy, he probably crapped his pants when he saw that. Insult after injury after insult. That poor queen. Bless his heart. Now we all know why Luke is here. Why he's playing coy with things. Kid's still young. Wants himself a halfway decent career in Hollywood. Doesn't want to wind up another Billy Eichner. Or some other queen in Hollywood. With a marginal career. Can't get cast in a halfway decent film. Because all anyone sees when they open their mouth is a big old purse falling out. So I totally get it. It's his life. He's the one who has to live it. But Lucas, if you're out there listening to this podcast, sister, girlfriend, if I may, I totally get what you're doing, but I do need to warn you. That town is only so big, and there are only so many spots For playing coy with things. You're not the first person to show up for that particular rodeo. And right now, the queen, a closet peekaboo, no pun intended there, is Harry Peekaboo Styles. Peekaboo, peekaboo. And Harry, I'm not so sure he's going to want to share the stage with an up-and-comer like you. He's already got his hands full with some other raging closet cases out there. 
And you girls know who you are. So just watch yourself. And whatever you do, do not put on a dress and go out in public. If Billy Porter doesn't serve you a beat down first, Harry Peekaboo Styles, Peekaboo, Peekaboo, that queen will shiv you in two seconds. And while I'm at it, if and when you come roaring on out of that closet, whatever you do, do not complain about how hard it was for you to announce that you're a big old queen. I don't want to hear, oh, it was so hard to come out. We have enough of those already. And another thing while I'm at it, whatever you do, do not pull a TJ Osborne, that country queen, and demand a participation trophy for it. Do not be like that loser. But either way, girlfriend, you have fun with that. From the Federalist, Silicon Valley Bank pledged nearly $74 million to Black Lives Matter causes. And just in case you've been living under a rock or something, this bank out in California, Silicon Valley Bank, that's the, well, I'll call it the tech bro bank. That's where all the douchey tech bros like to bank. And if you're not sure what a douchey tech bro is, and yes, that's a bit redundant of me to say, douchey tech bro. Douchey is assumed with tech bro. But a tech bro, that's basically a virgin pajama boy living in his parents' basement, doing all sorts of weird crap down there, involving sex dolls, video games, Call of Duty marathons with other tech bros. Choking porn off Pornhub. Like I said, folks, all sorts of weird crap going on in the basement where a virgin pajama boy lives. But I saw this where Silicon Valley Bank donated or pledged to donate nearly $74 million to groups associated with BLM And if you don't know what associated with BLM means, I think that's what they call mansplaining. Me overly defining these things for you folks. I had to mansplain what a tech bro is, and now I'm mansplaining what associated with BLM means. But just in case you don't know, that's like, that's the friends and families club. You know, Like your second cousin has a side hustle doing whatever. You funnel some Benjamins over to him. Then your other cousin gets butt hurt. So you find something for them to do just to shut them up. Keep things pleasant at Thanksgiving. Like they do in the swamp. Hook each other up with some cushy gig somewhere. Or put them on your payroll in some no-show job like the mafia does in New Jersey. But anyway, back to this tech bro bank, donating or pledging nearly $74 million to groups associated with BLM. Now who knows if they made good on that pledge, paid that in full, 
This article does say donated or pledged to donate. So who knows? And who knows if we'll ever find out. But they're not the only ones handing out the big stack of Benjamins. How's this headline from Red State? Kellogg's donated $91 million to BLM after cutting employee benefits. And with them cutting benefits here, at least according to this article, that involved the introduction of a two-tier benefit system, limited vacation days, and enforced work weeks as long as 84 hours. But at least they're advancing equity, which we all know means everyone equally miserable. So that's what? Between the tech bro bank and the cereal mafia. That's about $165 million to BLM. Just between those two. 74 plus 91 equals 165. Or 5,823 if you use woke math. And you're a racist if you disagree. So $165 million just between these two clowns. One of them now wiped completely off the face of the earth. And I'm sure out there somewhere, I bet I know someone who's probably thinking, damn, where the blankety blank, blank, blank did all those Benjamins go? And that person, folks, and one of our favorite woke folk here on the Miller Frost podcast, that person is Patrice Conkoolers, one of the founders of BLM. Because poor Patrice, and yes, folks, I'm being just a bit sarcastic calling her poor Patrice, but I'm not so sure that she had her hand in these particular cookie jars. So I suspect she's probably just a bit pissed off she didn't get her cut. I mean, the woman has three houses just in Los Angeles. And if you're new to the podcast, And you're wondering, Miller, Miller, why the hell would anyone have three houses in Los Angeles? Folks, I'm getting there. Calm down. Patrice Conkoolers has three houses in Los Angeles. Allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, has three houses in Los Angeles. Just so she doesn't ever have to sit in traffic. And if you've ever been out to L.A., Their traffic sucks. Not as bad as Boston, but it's still pretty bad. It still sucks. So if you're Patrice and you get stuck in some traffic, you can take the next exit and chances are you probably have a house nearby to ride things out. But can you imagine how many houses in the greater Los Angeles area Patrice Con Coolers could have had if she had gotten her fair share of that $74 million. No, I take that back. Can you imagine how many houses she could have had stretching from Santa Barbara all the way down to San Diego? That woman would have never, ever, ever, ever have to sit in traffic pretty much anywhere along the coast of Southern California.
had she gotten her cut. And that's how I know she didn't. Didn't get her cut of this. No Benjamins from the tech bros or the serial mafia. Because if she had, Patrice being Patrice, she'd be the real estate queen of SoCal. So maybe possibly, poor Patrice indeed. And for our last story, folks, it's from the New York Post. Queen Kamala won't speak to Pocahontas after 2024 slight. I think there's a word for this, although women, and we'll toss the queens in here too, women and queens don't particularly care for it. But this little spat between Queen Kamala and Pocahontas, I think that's what they call a good old-fashioned cat fight. And I guess what started all this, Queen Kamala getting herself all butthurt at Pocahontas, is that Pocahontas was being interviewed on a Boston radio station. That was back in January. And during that interview, she was asked if Queen Kamala should remain as creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer's running mate. And Pocahontas said this, I really want to defer to what makes Biden comfortable on his team. So not a a full-throated endorsement of Queen Kamala. And Queen Kamala and her posse, they found that comment, quote-unquote, pretty insulting. And they let it be known far and wide how displeased Queen Kamala was about what Pocahontas said. And so Pocahontas, wanting to resolve the situation before everyone started laughing at them about this little tempest in a teapot, this silly swamp melodrama, too late, ladies. She's tried calling Queen Kamala twice now, and both times, oh, I'm sorry, Queen Kamala isn't available right now. She's too busy updating her naughty list, which I think you're on. Would you like to leave a message, Senator Pocahontas? And I have to say, and not to defend Queen Kamala here, she's as feckless as they come. Even pocket Queen Pete, even that feckless clown looks at her, and he's like, Queen Kamala is pretty feckless. Yes, pocket Queen Pete. For once, I agree with you, princess. But in defense of Queen Kamala, if you knew that Pocahontas, that fraud, that multimillionaire pretend socialist, that she was on the other end of a call, would you take it? Some of you might, just for crap and giggles, but not me. I'd be like, tell that fake Indian to go play in traffic. But ladies, seriously, both of you already have a bit of a reputation for being a bit clownish. Queen Kamala, to tell you how poorly people think of you, how much they dislike you, they'd rather keep that corrupt, hair-sniffing dementia patient propped up 
keep him in office, however the hell they have to, just to keep you away from it. And Pocahontas, with your hysterical grandmother routine, your fake socialist routine, your virtue signaling wealth tax proposal that only goes after multimillionaires who have more millions than you do. Princess, you might have the morons in Boston fooled, but that shtick of yours doesn't play in most of the country. But please, keep running for president. We all enjoy a good laugh at your expense. So on that note, since I cannot top, these two dimwits, Queen Kamala and Pocahontas, having themselves a little Cold War over the silliest of perceived slights, even if that is typical behavior for the egotistical ruling class in the swamp, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.